Hi, it's Chao Wen. I wanted to let you know that now we have a dedicated website for the podcast. It's straightforward, just theconductorspodcast.com. Check it out because now you can search among all the episodes or find topics based on the tags or groupings. And there are a lot of great extra resources that I put out there. Take a look and enjoy today's episode. Hi there, welcome back to today's The Conductor's Podcast. I'm your host, Chao Wenting, and today we are going to talk about something that is an audience request, the diversity statement. We have been seeing a lot more requirement of to, uh, to include a diversity statement in your job application. This can be seen as a question in the questionnaire that you have to fill up. You know, sometimes when you are applying for a job, you have to answer a series of questions, and this might be one of them. Or sometimes they might simply ask you to send in a diversity statement. We see that a lot in both educational and professional settings. For educational, it might be a position at a university in higher ed or a position with you know the kids, um, like a youth ensemble, or with a music director position with an ensemble, they are more and more focusing on your diversity statement. I know, I know, there are a lot of tips out there teaching you or telling you how to really write about the statement. So what I'm going to do today is the total opposite. I'm going to show you how to kill your diversity statement. First is emphasizing on this kind of statement. Hey, I have, you know, I am such a diversity supporter. I have a wife, I have daughters, I have a husband, or I have friends who are black, I have friends who are Asian, or I work with students from, um, you know, the Latino community. So I'm a great supporter. This is total BS. Just because you have a friend, a family member, a husband, wife, partner, um, students, or anything who is not of your ethnicity, who is not white, who is not a white man, it doesn't make you a diversity supporter. Just like we see a lot of people, uh, I don't want to name the names, but we see a lot of scandals with the, well, let's stop there. <laughs> we see a lot of people who might seem as good husband, who might have um, famous daughters, but they can still be sexist, right? Number two, the second way of killing your diversity statement is to include all talk and no action. We actually see a lot of these examples in some diversity statement that was put out by organizations. They will say, we acknowledge this, uh, we support this, this is really important to us, we are going to do um, everything we can to be an ally, blah, 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 blah. But you see no change. They still program the same thing, they still hire the same people, they still tolerate the same kind of inappropriate behaviors but they do no change. They just put out statements after statements saying that they are supporting this and that they are a um, great supporter of inclusion and diversity and do nothing. 
So if you want to kill your diversity statement, that's a great way to go. The third way to kill your diversity statement is to draw a pie in the sky with your promises. You know, when we are applying for jobs, we like to make promises because we want to see, we want to show people what kind of future you are taking them into. You are going to say, we are going to perform pieces only by women. We are going to perform pieces only by living composers. No, you're not. And everybody knows this is not going to happen unless you have a very unique setting. And diversity is not ditching all the great standards, <laughs> classical masterpieces. No, that's what that that is not what diversity means. Diversity means to respect and to include and to welcome different types of musical languages, um, also different backgrounds of different types of composers. So diversity is about something being diverse, you know, something varied, something that is not just one dimensioned. So if you want to kill your diversity statement, do these three things. First, rely on a statement that because I have a partner, because I am even, you know, I have good friends who is in the LGBTQ plus community because I have daughters and sons. So I am a diversity supporter. <laughs> that is total BS. Or you can do all talk with no action. Just talking about how you're supporting it, how this is important, but actually do nothing. Or you can draw a pie in the sky with your promises. Okay, so much sarcasm. I can never say that word. I can say sarcastic, but not sarcasm. That's a hard word for me. Anyways, now I'm going to get serious and really show you how to write a sincere and genuine diversity statement even if you're a white man who had not experienced a whole lot of the microaggressions or you don't you don't understand a lot of the asking from the other communities but this is totally okay because as i said before diversity is about embracing the different perspectives embracing the different opinions and be okay with it so first I would say, really draw from your experiences, even if you have been privileged and with a very single dimension upbringing, you can still talk about that. I'm going to tell you, you know, growing up in Taiwan and I had most of my musical education there, it was very, very one dimensional. We only learned things that was German or German speaking, you know, German, Austrian. Um, I grew up playing Bach, Beethoven, Mozart. That was what I, that was the only thing I knew. And that was the only thing that I look up to. I had never considered or even heard of performing a piece by a living composer or by a woman composer until I was 25. So that is totally okay. You can still talk about your experiences, but be genuine. And the most important thing is how this experience is going to affect you related to this job that you are applying for. So after talking about your experiences, you want to genuinely reflect what diversity is means for the future, for the visions that you have for this organization, how you are going to reflect diversity and why is this important? Because 
your even just talk about people. You know, your ensemble musicians might have very different experiences and background from you, and acknowledging that is respecting diversity. You want to create a sample concert program for that particular ensemble, based on their mus musician or their audience population. So, if you are applying for a job that has a huge Latino community as part of their audience members, you might want to look into what the audiences are listening to outside of your concert hall. If you are applying for a position that has a huge Asian community, you might want to understand what the students are learning at home, right? So, talk about your experiences and how that affected you. And also talk about your future. How? Why is this important? And how does your experience position you uniquely into a great future that is welcoming and inclusive? The last thing I would say is to really commit to program at least one living composer, one woman composer, one composer of color, or one composer from any historical marginalized group for every single concert. Okay, you don't have to do one each, but <laughs> at least try one per concert and really think about it, research it. There are a lot of databases out there online, and I will also link all the resources that I know in the show note. But have a sample program. Do your homework. Find a work or two that can really reflect um, the. The combination, the composition of your, the the position that you're applying for, right? Because when we're talking about job application, you need to cater to their needs. You need to solve their problems. I know you need a job. We all need a job, but they are hiring you to solve their problems. So I'm going to also link the episode when I talk about cover letters. So this is all about diversity statement, and have a lot of fun writing about them. And diversity is great. See you next week. Bye for now.